thanks for joining us again. Jared, it's a listener request. Mm. Friend of the show, long-time friend of the show, Ben, yep. got online and told us we had to check out something from the early 90s mm-hmm. starring Christopher Walken in an action hero-style role. Yes. It's 1991's McBain. Not to be confused with the McBain out of the Simpsons. No. But I believe the Simpsons one came first. Correct. Yes. Correct. So McBain is on the table. None of us have seen this. No. Although, I knew, this is how you know Ben's got good taste in movies, I had hovered on Amazon. <laughs> <laughs> so when, when the request came through, that just gave me the excuse the to go ahead. Light, the green yeah. light to yep. go ahead. Yep. But yeah, we'll, we'll get on to McBain. Now quickly, bit of a bit of a quick up or down. Second trailer for Uncharted. Mm-hmm. Skews more towards the globe-trotting kind of action Indiana Jones style yep. of the games. Yep. It looks okay in across the board. Just again, I just can't get the I just can't get the casting out of my head. No, I was thinking exactly the same thing. I watched it and I thought I will probably enjoy this if I go to the cinemas and I just remove the whole Uncharted, just treat it as something completely separate from the game. Yeah. In which case, you know, I don't understand why you're making an Uncharted movie, hmm. but. It's still just, yeah, I just don't get Nathan Drake and Sully. Played by guys much, much younger. Yeah, but the movie looks, it looks okay at yeah. this point. Yeah, at this point I'm, I'm happy with it, and I'll go and check it out. But it is hard to get past. Yeah. Having played through, what, four of the four games, games now, yeah. it's it's difficult to sort of just leave that behind because, and this is this is kind of the point I was, I was saying, you're making that movie. The only reason you're making an Uncharted movie is because people fell in love with the Nathan Drake yeah. Character, and this obviously the situations in the games are pretty solid, but they're not anything that you wouldn't find in that Indiana Jones style fair. So the reason we're there is Nathan Drake and Sully and, and the rest of the crew, but it just doesn't look like it in the in the trailer. No, but I'll be there. Yeah. I've just got to be cautious. I'm very cautious about it. It could be good fun, but I just don't feel like it's an uncharted type of thing. Mm-hmm. Just a little bit of news as well. We recently heard the Friday the Thirteenth um, series was finally completed through its legal wranglings. Mm-hmm. Victor Miller did win the rights back yep. to the series. Yep. So hopefully there'll be something new, good on and new on the horizon. I believe there was also a legal battle that just finished up with regards to the Predator films. Is that correct? Yeah, yeah. So Disney got challenged, the, or the rights got challenged in a similar fashion, the original script writers. And Disney settled it. Right. So the suit's been dropped. Essentially, it sounds like what we were asking. Obviously, Sean Cunningham doesn't have Disney money. No. <laughs> but just cut a slice of the yeah. pie. Well, it, Disney just happy. went, fuck, here's, here's a lot yeah, of cash. Disney go just away. dropped a bag of cash. Lawsuit's finished. Disney can now go ahead and release that one prey that they've already shot. And the the writers are going to sleep on a pile of money and they're happy. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, everything seems fucking okay after yeah. that. Yeah. So, look, I'm glad that's been sort of... That was easily kind of done. Yes. Because the Friday the 13th one dragged on forever. Yeah, and it's still... Really, it's still not resolved. Because Victor Miller owns the rights to, like, the original movie. So I'm pretty sure Sean Cunningham can still claim the hockey mask and stuff like that. So 
unless those two fucking sort something out, we're still kind of up shit creek. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck! I thought we were back on deck. I thought we have a fucking film in the works immediately. <laughs> we, we kind of are, because they... they to me, it's got to be that they, they, they sort something out. Because Cunningham doesn't really have any more avenues to challenge it, I don't believe. I think there's one more appeals process that he can go through. But old mate Larry Zerner, who's been very good on Twitter about breaking this down because he, he's an entertainment lawyer, essentially said, I think it's Supreme Court kind of level, and he basically said they won't even look at it. So <clears throat> just just talk turkey. Yeah. So listen, let's cut ourselves both in. Yes. It's a fucking simple gig. If we get a film made, we can both be exec producers. Yeah. And make shit I mean, we worked we worked together pretty easily when we were two blokes who couldn't fucking feed our families. <laughs> yeah. Couldn't rub two fucking pennies together. We worked like a charm. Now we're rubbing millions of dollars against each other. We can't handle it. We can't figure it out. But see, to me, well, that's Miller, the issue. Victor probably missed out on those. Well, so. yeah. M- Miller's been fucked for years. Yeah. Like that's the simple simple gist of it as far as I can read into is that Miller's been missing out on those those royalty dollars yeah. that he should have been getting which was par for the course for Hollywood and, and comics and all that sort of shit the whole fucking creator's rights and all that sort of, sort of stuff has been been pretty rough for years you've got so. to come in with an airtight fucking thing yeah and so people have been getting screwed on this stuff for years so Intellectual property. My kind of, of my feelings turned a little bit. Initially, I was like, "Oh, this is a pain in the ass," and Victor Miller's been a pain in the ass. But I'm kind of in his corner now. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, everyone's made plenty of cash off this. Oh, he's why, a fucking pain in the ass. Why can't a- I? When I wrote the script, that's that's a fair, reasonable argument. He's a pain in the ass, but he's just a pain in the ass. He's in the right. Yeah. <laughs> Correct. Correct. There's another fucking pain in the ass. He's in the wrong. Name of Sean Cunningham. <laughs> I wasn't going to name names, but now I will. <laughs> All right, let's take a break. Here's the trailer. 1991's McBain. This is our annual fundraising drive, and we would like you to contribute $10 million. It is the right of the people to rise up. What the f*** do you want? Money. Money? You guys sure kill a lot of people for a little money. It is the right of the people to bear arms, to wage war. What does it take to set a country free?
McBain from 1991, written and directed by James Glickenhaus. Well, Glickenhaus? <laughs> yeah, close he, enough. He directed a film called Shakedown with Peter Weller and Sam Elliott. Best friends, I've heard. Oh, yeah. oh they became best friends. They started <laughs> off disliking one another. I think Weller did like fucking Elliot's lip weasel. <laughs> Elliot thought Weller was a dildo. <laughs> and it was produced by J. Boyce Harmon Jr., who produced a film called Royce. It stars Christopher Walken as Robert McBain, Maria Conchita Alonso as Christina Santos, Michael Ironside as Frank Bruce and Steve James as Eastland. I couldn't find a, any budget information, but judging by the amount of shit that got blown up, <laughs> I'd suggest it was a decent amount. It had to be reasonably high. And the box office was a paltry 456000 worldwide. <laughs> Not enough to buy up a fucking compound with, I'd suggest. Now, Michael Ironside has been outspoken about his low opinion of the final product and of writer-director James Glickenhorst. Hmm. All right, well, Mickey Ironside, not a fan. Not at all. Let's get into this, Jared. What is your take on McBain? First time watch. I mean, she started off as pretty pretty sort of run-of-the-mill action set up for the time. I would say straight-to-video kind of action at the time. But then it became apparent that it did seem to have a, a reasonable amount of dollars behind it. Like, the amount of sh- as you said, the amount of shit that got blown up, it's not cheap. And then, obviously, you get into New York, and there's a few locations there that we used. So I'm like, okay, this is a, this is a little bit strange. I did t- kind of dig, I, initially, the kind of, as I said to you, it reminded me of, like, uh, the old video game Vendetta or something where it's actually a crew, a little crew of guys that are going and yeah. getting what they need done. But it's fucking random. Like we get them doing we get them doing bloody shaking down mob bosses in <laughs> New York and the next thing you know, there's a bunch of rebels taking over camps in Colombia and <laughs> it was fucking all over the shop. Obviously we started in Vietnam. At the end of the day, walking doesn't do a hell of a lot. No. Neither does Michael Ironside. But the picture is entertaining because it's so fucking bonkers. And as Ben pointed out, you know, he mentioned the word squibs in that message. I'm like, yeah, there's fucking squibs <laughs> everywhere. There's people getting blown out windows. Oh. There's sequences where people are literally just being fucking mown down by someone <laughs> with a gun. And so it's outrageous. It's outrageous and it's entertaining in that in that respect. Regard, yeah. So I'd probably go for a two and a half purely on entertainment value. Yeah, look, I'd probably go slightly higher. I'm going to go through. Oh, yeah, shit. Okay. I was fucking thoroughly entertained. <laughs> Glicken Horse knows what he's doing. Does he? Yeah, he fucking shoots the action quite well. Yeah. He, and he just goes way overboard the whole time. I mean, the action scenes are all really you're there for. The film has a random plot. The acting... I mean, Christopher Walken is is fine because he's one of those quirky type of guys, you know. He kind of he's one of those guys he commands your attention, um, and you know there's a decentish cast of players. Yep. But the plot is ridiculous. It's cut. <laughs> it, it's cut from the same cloth as half the canon fucking fodder. Yeah, yeah. Back in the eighties, it feels like it should have been made in the eighties. Yeah. And would have been far more successful in the eighties. Yes. It had a, a little smell of Rambo to it. One of the Rambo films, like Rambo Three, maybe. But overall, I was 
very entertained. Oh, there was moments of fucking... High comedy. High comedy as well, which mostly were unintentional, <laughs> but we were loving well, it. Well, I've laughed at people point. dying before, but fuck, there's some people yeah. who die here that I just... I was <laughs> yeah. in stitches. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think... Uh, One guy in particular. <laughs> I think I think it's, as you said, it's so fucking bonkers off the wall that those moments happen and there's not a single one that fucking raises any stakes or anything like that because so many people just get fucking blown away that it's just... It's comic violence almost yeah. for the entire time. Yeah. And, yeah, like you said, you're laughing... At, at this stuff that's supposed to have the real impact. Hmm. The only impact it had was, was that we were fucking bursting out laughing yeah. at, this, at this stuff. So, so, yeah, highly highly entertaining. Probably America. more than I expected. Yeah. Put it that way. Yeah. Straight off in the likes, as I said before, Christopher Walken, he's just a really interesting kind of actor. Yeah. He's not just standard actor. No. He has little ticks and little things that you wouldn't normally get. And in an action film, he doesn't seem to fit. I actually have a kind of a dislike... On he him still as well. Didn't really fit. Yeah, <laughs> but as an actor, I how like to see him. Yeah, he's he's a guy who gets my attention. Yeah, and the points where he was kind of sitting down with Maria Conchita Alonso and sort of wooing her through, she, <laughs> was he wooing or yeah, no? He there was a bit of grabbing at he some point. Said, yeah, she grabbed him after she'd known him for like <laughs> ten minutes. Yeah, but there was points where he was talking and he starts going into about the war. And that was the only stuff that had really had a bit of weight because he's able to just deliver yeah. it. I mean, you thought he was going to talk about having a... Yeah, I thought he was going to that. tell her, I've got to watch stuff up my ass. <laughs> the way that he started that speech, I thought, yeah, we're heading to... This has been up my ass. Fucking three years. I thought that's what he was going to do. He was going to hand her a watch. <laughs> now I'm giving it to you. <laughs> <laughs> Oh shit! They had the same sort of seriousness. Yeah. When he and look, off. guys like Michael Ironside, Maria and Conchita Alonso, Steve James—they're all guys who've been around the traps. Thomas G. Waits. <laughs> Thomas G. Waits, yes. I mean, he was probably an asshole on set, but he didn't get thrown in front of a train this time. So, uh, Thomas G. Waits. There's a few actors that we've seen and we know, and yeah. they're capable enough. Yes. I said before. Fucking Glickenhaus knows how to fucking direct this stuff. There is explosions galore, shootouts galore, yeah. but they're all shot pretty well. Yeah, they were me. shot reasonably well. I just, I mean, I probably wasn't paying too, so much attention to that because there was just constant explosions going off, <laughs> so I was just bamboozled by the, the yeah. sensors were just in a haze of fucking smoke. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, it, it came across reasonably well, so... So he's obviously got that. some kind of skill... I'm not according to Michael Ironside, so no. see. Ironside essentially seemed to say he had bags of money and no fucking idea. So. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's a bit harsh, isn't it? But yeah, most of that stuff comes across pretty well. Yes, it does. And it kind of, it's all over the top, so it kind of gives it, a, that's where the entertainment value comes from. Yeah, absolutely. As soon when, anytime there was any action on, I was pretty pleased with how things were going, and that seemed to be about seventy five percent of the movie. So, yeah, okay. Yeah, as as you sort of I pointed mean, out, they seem to have destroyed fucking the Philippines. <laughs> yeah, yeah, turn up to the country, destroy the Philippines, <laughs> say thanks for your time, and fucking leave, you bastards. But I, I, I mean, we even get it. We even, I mean, there's so much fucking going on. 
we go we get a bit of Vietnam we go um, a bit of shakedowns in New York we have ta- camps being fucking taken taken over in the Philippines wait well, sorry Colombia but we even squeeze in a bit of Top Gun for fucking ten minutes <laughs> 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 Five minutes, five years too late. Yeah, yeah. It's just all over the shop. Um, Speaking of Vietnam, I love the bamboo Thunderdome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The old bamboo Thunderdome at the start with the Vietnamese Rambo marching, walking in there, and then giving the fucking giving him the thrashing of his life. Yeah, yeah. And let's face it, Walker's getting fucking towelled up by Vietnamese Rambo in fucking seconds. Yes. In fact, Vietnamese Rambo, you said you 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 summed it up. Looked like Bolo Young. Yeah, he was a, he was a like he was a dead ringer. Yeah, he was that muscly type where, but he was just kind of just a chunky unit. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. He I'm, was also wearing a fucking pair of Chuck Taylors. <laughs> 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 Slightly random. I believe that was the f- footwear of choice in the Vietnam War. <laughs> Perry Chuck Taylor's would, would have done well. Um, in the fucking marching box of Vietnam. <laughs> Hiding from the enemy in that. <laughs> oh, better put your yeah. Chuck Taylor's on. That'll be fucking better for you. Yeah. <laughs> it was fucking unbelievable. <laughs> oh. Yeah, yeah. It, it's a bloke. <laughs> it's shot. With a fucking fifty cal or something in the in the um, in the bamboo thunderdome, who, as per usual for Glickenhaus, he gets shot in the guts and he goes fucking flying back like he's yeah. been jerked on a bloody line. Yes. Ah, oh, great. Yeah, that was that was kind of amusing actually. I like it. Uh, as I said to you, um, Steve James at that point looked like the Kmart Carl Weathers. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Just fucking firing indiscriminately. <laughs> like, you're not saving anyone there, boys. You're just fucking mowing everything down, yeah. including the people you're trying to save. But, yeah, it was so funny. Anytime anyone got hit with something, they were fucking flying down. <laughs> it was either they had a squib on them and they, it just fucking exploded <laughs> and they hit the deck, or when there was mountains of them, there was no blood and they're all just going ah and shit. It was kind of funny in that regard. Yeah, I, I must admit I did. I got a few laughs out of it. Now, please fucking try and try and help me here. But there's a sequence where walking after re 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 getting the crew back together, because uh, there's a whole subplot about how Santos saves walking. Yes. And then they rip a dollar in half. Yeah. And say, look, if if you ever need me, I'm here for you. And Santos is, of course, trying to overrun Colombia. Yes. Gets his fucking head blown off. And then Santos' sister comes looking for walking, right? So yes. he reassembles his crew. Yep. So we get the crew together, and fucking walking comes back into the house in the early morning with a couple of coffees <laughs> in head. And fuck me dead, if he's not laying on the couch, he's... His crackers with a fucking pizza box opened up. He's sleeping underneath it. Yeah, yeah. And then first I thought to myself, what's happening here? And then down comes Steve James looking a bit worse for wear. And a conversation ensues, says they drank 35 years. I believe it says who won. And uh, he says he did because after beer 35, he could still talk. I call bullshit. Yeah, so <laughs> I. I'll give you beer 20. <laughs> so beer 20 at best. I'm not sure anybody can get talk. a fucking you... case in and you can keep your shit together. I mean, Christ, I could have 35 alcohol-free beers and I probably wouldn't be able to talk. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> it's, it's... Oh, 
<laughs> that was highly amusing. 35 beers. And, and then to, they proceed to do a shakedown about <laughs> half an hour later. Yeah, and not one of them's there going, just give me a minute. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you right now, mate, if I'm the guy who drank 35 beers and I'm snuggled up under a pizza box, <laughs> you won't see me for fucking 24 hours. <laughs> mate, that's right, that's right. I'm, I'm not available to shake down fucking Al Capone <laughs> yeah. at 2 o'clock. When I wake up and I realise I'm under a pizza box, I say, yeah, can we do it tomorrow? Because <laughs> I'm not... I don't think I'm fit for it. Yeah, I'm not ready. I'm not ready. I mean, look, I've had some rough nights, but the worst that I've ended up was I, I slept under a sleeping bag that I hadn't managed to unroll. Before. <laughs> <laughs> it kind of, I kind of just went, uh, it just... Yeah, I woke up the next morning with the, with the fucking rolled-up sleeping bag. <laughs> but a well, pizza box, I haven't done a pizza no, box. No, we haven't done that yet. I mean, obviously my worst is I woke up on the fucking 10th green at, <laughs> at golf course. <laughs> I'm glad you woke up before, uh, you know, the tea time. And so, you know, you weren't woken up by someone saying, excuse me. Four! Oh, yeah. Yeah. Excuse me, I'm putting for par if you might fucking... <laughs> I've got an eagle putt. Can you move your fucking drunken ass? <laughs> no. Yeah, the good thing about that is, and I don't like to go into this because it makes me look bad all the time. When I woke up, when I came to, Jared, <laughs> I was tired and emotional. You know that story. <laughs> I looked over and there was a greenskeeper shed. And I can my drunken... <laughs> Oh dear. <laughs> in my drunken state, I thought that's where everyone else was. So I wandered over and started knocking on the green screen shit in the fucking night. Holy shit. Oh, God. And then my mate, who had also had a he few... He was asleep on the night. <laughs> no, no, he continued on. And during the night, he sort of, he was he was walking and walking and walking. He wondered why it was taking so long to get home. <laughs> and as as the sun began to rise, a fucking four <laughs> wheel drive came past with a fucking horse trailer on it. <laughs> he realised he'd been walking laps of the fucking racetrack. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I bet you, I bet you that was only thirty beer. That was a thirty beer night. Oh, yeah, exactly. So you can imagine a thirty-fiver. Yeah, that was a that was a fucking that was a. I think that was a yeah yeah. It's just <laughs> thirty beer, thirty carton poles, I believe. <laughs> with, with a problem. Oh, Sorry, standing stuff. Not to the bank track, but fuck you. You probably would have been wishing you had a rolled up sleeping bag. <laughs> oh, I was wishing fucking over. Well, it took me three hours to walk home. <laughs> I've never been so sober. Outstanding. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit, okay, let's get off that. Now, these fucking idiots drink 35 beers and then do a drug raid. Yes. For some cash. It's really yes. just a cash raid. One bloke gets shotgun blasted out the window. Yes, like he's been hit with a fucking <laughs> rocket launcher. <laughs> he 
flies out the window, falls ten stories and hits a car. Yes. And I was just punching the air at Glicken House. Oh, you were absolutely loving it. I mean, even before that, I was already starting to sort of raise out of my seat ready to fist pump when Steve James grabs a bloke by the scruff and throws him out the fucking window. <laughs> Brilliant. I thought that was so good. Just, you know, just a window, just a, a window with nothing there. Just kind of sneaks up behind him. He goes, woof. He just throws him out. Out he goes. I mean, talk about shooting action. Oh. Knowing, knowing your way around an action well, scene. Why, was he not, why didn't he not make more films? Ask Michael Ironside. I'm sure he's got a couple <laughs> yeah, of answers. Yeah, he's got a few it. answers to that. Now, the Rebels make a strike on the compound, <laughs> on some sort of compound. I was, uh, I was slightly baffled as to what they were doing. Yeah, and understandably, because we go from Vietnam back to New York, and when we get to New York, I mean, McBain's fucking welding bridges. Like, he's not involved. <laughs> he's not involved in this stuff. So... When I, love the- <laughs> the turn. I love the turn of him, though. I weld bridges for a living, but fuck, you give me give me 25 pesos, yeah, yeah. start shooting people at yeah, will. Give me your fucking bag of change. <laughs> give me what's in your fob pocket, and I'll, I'll come out and I'll, I'll join you I for a second. I will kill everybody. Yeah. But it's so funny because... I mean, the US president turns a blind eye. Who do you call after the US government? The US president doesn't doesn't help. Frank McBain. Yeah. Get, no, sorry. What was Robert it? Robert McBain. McBain. Bobby McBain. Bobby McBain. Who, you know what he does? He wells his bridges for the he wells bridges living, for right? a living. So. But he would rather be blowing something up. <laughs> yeah, true. He's probably only welded it back together because he blew it up in the first place. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's up there fishing when he fucked up earlier. <laughs> There is, but when they hit the compound, the rebels in in Colombia. Yes. I mean, there is fucking people getting gunned down left and right. Everywhere. It Soldiers, is... rebels, no one's immune to it. They're all fucking fucking <laughs> innocents who are just fucking getting rice, fucking walking around the rice fields. Yeah, yeah. Getting shot. It's just chaos, but it's in the most entertaining way possible. Yeah, and there is one bloke who I believe sneaks away who we do get reacquainted with later. Other than that, everyone else just gets <laughs> blown up. Yeah, yeah. Or shot. And or... I think, um, isn't Maria Conchita Alonso running that? Yes, she's that running. Side of the house? She's running that sort of. She's running things at that point. I believe McBain and Co are still involved in a dogfight <laughs> up in the air. Well, actually, they're not even involved no, no, in no, it. They got them. It's just say. trying to keep them safe. So. <laughs> quite amusing stuff. Now, McBain shoots down an enemy jet fighter out of the sky with a pistol. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, he doesn't like brilliant. what he's been told. They start off with it. They start off dangling the radio saying, trying to tell the bike, no radio, no radio, we can't hear you. And then he goes, do you copy? And McBain just goes, fuck it. <laughs> shoots. As you said, a pistol. I believe those fucking cockpits are a little stronger than that. Yeah, I thought that would probably take a bit more to get through that, but hey, I'll go with you for this one because uh, oh, man, Blinken House knows, <laughs> knows action. <laughs> he doesn't know fucking physics, but he knows action. And he'll probably tell you, yeah, but he, we, we couldn't fit a, fit a fucking rocket launcher in there. Cockpit. <laughs> yeah, that's right. The other one. The, this is one of your favourite bits, Jared, that you seem to love, was when it, t- it cuts from the President giving a, a stern speech, if these guys do anything to American soldiers, we will respond with force. And then it cuts, and it's the fucking Colombian President with some fucking <laughs> trussed up like a Christmas ham. He's fucking beating me with a baseball bat. Yeah. I mean, I could be mistaken, but I think it's the bloke that snuck away from the camp while it was being blown up. 
And then the, the so he's a weak prick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and the Colombian uh, president's treating him like a fucking pinata in the, in the office. There. <laughs> Hoping the fucking gold coins fall out of his fucking freckle. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Um, Hit him hard enough and some goals will come out. <laughs> yeah. He's then interrupted by um, Escobar, who's just been a name up until this point and really doesn't... He shouldn't actually be in the, the thing. It's just a distraction. But, of course, he he charges in and he's fucking... <laughs> I believe his henchman is called Hans. I believe Hans just fucking <laughs> takes out his anger on the piñata as well and tosses him out the fucking window <laughs> for no reason. <laughs> <laughs> the next thing for me and again it was just action scene after action scene after action scene because the bad guys after McBain and Carl have sort of landed and mm. arrived and, yep. the, and, the, and the rebels have basically the rebels have done the work McBain's yes. just come down fucking late yep. the bad guys whip in with their own helicopters and gun the shit out of everything a small village yes. gets destroyed and again Massive explosions left and right. Oh, fucking places on fire. <laughs> yeah, shit. Good luck. Good luck uh, rebuilding your life after this shit. Yeah. They just wrecked the joint. Yeah. Yeah, just a little bit of payback. I mean, if... Hans was involved, I believe. Hans was, yeah, I think Hans was piloting the chopper or something so like that. shooting fucking everything. Uh, but, yeah, and again, we started giggling because there was a small girl on the ground and they're saying... um Oh, what happened? We're kind of sitting there going, what fucking didn't happen? Yeah, she yeah. was probably shot, blown she, up. Been like... fucking, she's got third-degree birds yeah, like 90% yeah. of her body. Oh, well, it, was an, it was another one where they were trying to wring a bit of emotion out of the situation by involving children. And, and like also that. trying to show that the doctor was useful. Yes, but <clears> it just fucking cracked us up when they, you know, the choice of dialogue. What happened? Well, I mean, could it have been a helicopter that came and fucking yeah. blew the joint up? Was it the fucking surface-to-air missile? <laughs> <laughs> that, that, that Possibly. Leveled three quarters of the fucking housing oh, <laughs> in the area. God, it was funny. I think it was. Yes. Um, and the last one for me was, and I had to put this as one particular like because the whole fucking thing goes on forever. But the finale at the mansion. Yeah. Unbelievable. Yeah, yeah. I've yeah. never seen so many people shot. In no, that's fucking right. sequence. I mean, we said that we, we found, was it on possibly IMDb, that yeah. said the body count was 240? I mean, if it's 240, you could, I'd piss off it's 240. <laughs> yeah. It was 230 at the gate alone. Oh, I mean, there are piles of human fucking corpses yeah. in the field. And again, I was giggling because some of, the, some of the extras were, it looked like they were doing the tyres at military training because they were fucking stepping over bodies yeah, as they yeah. went through the gate. Oh. Stepping over other people that were acting dead. Oh, was, unbelievable. Yeah. And, and then if if you're not stepping over bodies, you're firing a fucking rocket launcher at the roof of That's somewhere right. and blowing the shit out of everything. Yep. And then I reckon there's 500 deaths in that sequence alone. Oh, there's just about everyone's dead. They show a couple, they show a shot where the whole fucking car park at the front of the compound, or the whole <laughs> the whole open space at the front of the compound is just littered with bodies. <laughs> And then Walker exploding through the roof. Yes. <laughs> to kill shoot down the president. Brilliant. I mean, magic. Although I've got question marks on his accuracy of his shooting as he yeah. falls through some fucking drywall. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. I love the misdirect too. Like the, the, we show him fucking 
messing around with the grate, and then the president kind of goes, ooh, and kind of, <laughs> he's got him covered, but then, no, you don't, because I dropped through the roof. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, got you there, didn't I? Like, it's so good. I don't know about you, when I fall through the roof, I hit the ground again. <laughs> <laughs> funny thing, though, is he falls through the roof just next to the grate. So if the president's shooting, he's only got to adjust very yeah. slowly. Yeah, he nails him. <laughs> and yeah, what, he hits walking in mid-air, he goes fucking sailing out the window. Yeah. Yeah, just, so a, just a fucking piss-funny way to end it. Yeah. Yeah. Very yeah. amusing. What else did you have? Anything? Uh, yeah, yeah. Going back to... This was another moment that was supposed to have some impact at where we just fucking burst out laughing and it was Santos getting shot by the president. <laughs> because... <laughs> Walking, sitting down at the local, I don't know, it looks like, he says it's a bar, but it looks like the bloody local delicatessen to have a quick feed and whatever. And you hear the news guy go, a warning to viewers, this could be very distressing for some or whatever. And so you're thinking that they're just going to show perhaps a reaction of walking, just looking at it and going, oh, you know, because you know what's happened. They've already shown that sequence yeah. and it's just him becoming aware of it. But they decide to fucking go and show it. <laughs> as I need in typical <laughs> subtle Wickenhouse fashion. <laughs> but also, I need more than a. This might be distressing. Yeah. I need to fucking black. Put a black fucking box up there. Yeah, yeah. That guy gets his brains blown out. Pixelate something. I don't know. <laughs> it um, wasn't live, you fuckwits. No, that's right. I'm sure you can work around it. <laughs> you could have edited it. Yeah. So that was. Uh, I don't want to hear that shit. And then. <laughs> Get his brains blown out. Yeah, we fucking burst out laughing again at that. <laughs> I actually didn't mind as uh, as an action kind of as a classic sort of action setup, hanging the mob boss from the fucking yeah the edge of the building, and then Steve James is just kind of standing there with a blowtorch yeah. to the rope next yeah. to the rope. I thought that was pretty solid. And walking again, spinning some bullshit. That's where you get your dollars worth, yeah, right? Yeah. He's just talking a bit of rubbish, and yeah. it's it's. Mildly entertaining. Talking about having a watch up his bum again. <laughs> yeah. He says that as a fucking yeah. full pack. <laughs> By the way, I'm also going to watch him in ring. <laughs> Give us a minute and I'll fucking pop it out for you. And what else you got? I think, I mean, going back to, again, we talk about the implausibility of fucking shooting a pilot out of the air with a pistol. But with an old mate that's, that's um, being used like a piñata, I think when it all goes down, he's tossed out the window by what he was hanging from. Yeah. And it looks like it was just a ceiling fan. Yeah, it, was, <laughs> like, it was. He looks like a reasonably... Like, I'm, not, I'm not saying he's overweight, but I'd give him 90 kegs. <laughs> he's not hanging 90. from a ceiling yeah. fan. It's got to be a pretty fucking I mean, strong yeah, ceiling it fan. It would want to be a fucking ceiling fan that's been concreted <laughs> into the roof <laughs> because he was hanging there. And also, if you're laying the fucking... If you're loading up for a big swing... And putting it into him, he's then fucking swinging around. I yeah, mean, you're right. breaking that thing off. And when they toss him, I'm pretty sure if you toss the ceiling fan, he's not going with it. No. Again, it's got to be if it's that fucking heavy, it's not hanging from the ceiling. <laughs> Hans just comes along and yanks the fucking thing out of the ceiling by hand. So if that's happening, then old mate cannot be straight up there. I mean, the ceiling fans. I'm not a. I'm not a tradie. I haven't dealt with a lot of ceiling fans. But the ones that I have handled, I've seen them. They're fucking plastic. Yeah, yeah, the ones that I have handled. 
if you threw it and it was attached to me, it's stopping and I'm not moving anywhere. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's just because you toss it out the window. And I'm going to be standing next to the window going, uh, there's a fucking ceiling frame hanging out the window exactly. from me. Exactly. It's I'm not going, yeah, out the window <laughs> with it. And you, when you're in a Glicken house picture, though, you ask the question, what happens if I go with it? Yes, you do. Yeah, of course <laughs> you do. That was... That was, that was pretty much it. I mean, I did enjoy it. Was it was highly entertaining. Like none of those things that we mentioned. Well, a handful of those things that we mentioned, you could probably consider good filmmaking. But I mean, it was just fucking entertainment plus. Yeah, yeah. Um, a lot why, of that stuff coming from. That's why it feels no like idea. canon. Yeah, yeah. It feels absolutely. like canon. Yeah. You know, it feels like the sort of thing Cannon would have been fucking licking their chops over. Totally. Had they not been receiving shit. <laughs> yeah, because of making movies like this. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Had they not gone out of business for fucking slamming a shitload of money in some rubbish like this. <laughs> all right, all right. Dislikes. Come on, dislikes. Um, dislikes, Walker yeah. never seems kind of right amongst the group in a sense of you've got Steve James, big buff guy, Ironside's a hard man. The doctor, you know, he's got all these skills. Walken doesn't seem like he fits. Yeah, and he could. Like, Ironside's got a little bit of that, you know, when shit's going on, he's got that kind of maniac kind of cackle and look to him and shit like that. Mm. Walken could go for that easily, but he just he never got out of first gear. No. Nah. He was just kind of, every time you see him, even when he's shooting, he's still got the kind of steel, steely gaze and just boom, boom. Yeah, but click it out, click it out, Tony, listen, this is not about you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he said, yeah, all right. And yeah. I think part of it is because, like, there's no, he's not, he's not developing anything. He is, the character's not fucking, I mean, the character's, um, I mean, it's not like a, you know, it's not like a flash dance sort of thing. He's a welder by day. <laughs> <laughs> he's fucking, yeah. You know, a dancer by night. He's a fucking welder by day. And basically a fucking murderer. <laughs> I mean, his story is complete. His his fucking arc is complete when he tells Ironside, essentially, I'm bored being a welder and I want to fucking kill people. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And so as soon as that hits, basically Walken's at that level for the rest of the movie. Yeah. Killing people or whatever. I believe last episode you said that, you know, you, 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 were, you, know, you were saying that Bruce Willis had given up. And you mentioned Christopher Walken always brings something. Yeah. I don't know whether he... <laughs> I don't think he brought the full bag to this part. He did, he did. I think he brought a small carry-on. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he brought... Well, yeah, he brought his fucking sports bag. He brought his he brought his um, squash kit to the court. <laughs> he didn't exactly bring the cricket bag. <laughs> but at least he brought a bag. <laughs> He bought a gym bag, but he... I mean, uh, Willis, Willis doesn't even bring a fucking man bag. Yeah. Willis is saying, can I borrow your pads and your bat? Because I didn't fucking bring anything. Ah, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, fuck yeah, it. I'm bored because you get me boxed. <laughs> yeah, silly bastard. No, no, Willis doesn't even bring the man bag. He just fucking rocks up like that, Sherelle. No, no dop kit, nothing. He's, he's not bringing anything. Yeah, Walker, okay, Walker brought the... He brought a small sports bag. Yeah, he, brought, <laughs> he brought the gym bag along. He was going to the gym that day. He bought what he could bring. You know, towel, spare pair of shoes. <laughs> that's about it. Towel, change of clothes, spare pair of shoes, watching his bum. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Doesn't even need to carry the watch in there. I mean, he's closed his rings and shoved it up his ring. <laughs> that's how he That's how he stalled it. <laughs> yeah. He doesn't need a man bag. He's got a fucking arsehole. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, so, so he just feels kind of out of place. A yeah, bit. and amongst the kind of the 
the kind of meat. I don't want to say meatheads, but you know, like. Yeah. <laughs> okay, okay. Okay, I've just said it. <laughs> I don't want to say it, but I've just said it. <laughs> yeah, like the kind of lunk-headed action. <laughs> you're not getting. You're not moving up. Speaking of staying at one level, that's what the you're hole's getting deep, fucking deeper, and Michael Ironside's not going to be happy. With the no, no. The outcome of this fucking thing. Um, but he just doesn't quite fit with the action stars that they kind of got. And I'm not saying Ironside's an action star, but he fits that mould. He's perfect for a dirty dozen type of thing. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Like, Steve James, definitely perfect. And I feel like Walken does too. If he's if he had brought the cricket bag, <laughs> oh, if, fuck if, the cricket bag. Just bring a fucking had, overnight yeah, bag. If he'd have brought his, more than he's watched up his backside, <laughs> but he's he's he has those moments where he does kind of you can see him fitting in that group. That's yeah. one thing they do reasonably well is that they show that just because these blokes were at war. It didn't mean they were all <laughs> the lunkheads. The <laughs> yeah, you know, they were they were, they were different. You know, they they were different um, different skill sets. Yeah, yeah. You know, one bloke's one bloke's a doctor who's being told, "Oh, <laughs> let him go. We could use him for parts." Like the bloke on the fucking slab is is a car or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the bloke on the slab, uh, mind you, just to give you some context, was a fucking gangbanger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I don't know whether they were making some sort of statement yeah, about drugs. What parts? What parts were you using? Yeah, anyway. part? He was full of holes. He's, <laughs> he didn't have any decent parts. Yeah. I mean, fuck. He wasn't. He wasn't even a good second hand. <laughs> no. no. And I liked that the whole crew was there. But one of the fucking downsides to that is, yeah, Walken's not on the screen all the time. No. Developing which something. Is, which is not what... Like, when you hire this bloke, my thinking is you... Because, you know, he had won an Oscar by then. He was, yeah, yeah. Like, you're, my thinking is you want this guy to bring something to it, some some gravitas to the to the picture. Yeah. I don't think there's a lot of shit on the cutting room floor. No, <laughs> yeah, no. Unless it explodes. Well, this is <laughs> the thing. Not on the cutting room floor. Yeah, yeah. I think it's more Glickenhaus than Walken because he wrote it too. Yeah. And I think he's probably just fucking handed over a bag of cash to anyone that would do it without necessarily well, thinking, I've got Christopher Walken for this action role that doesn't require a lot of, yeah. you know, Walken-type material. But... If you listen to what Ironside said, we saw we, we read about Ironside's um, beef with Glickenhaus. He kind of said that it was a better film, that there was a better script yeah, beforehand that wasn't like this. Yes. But then by the time they got there, the it whole was, thing's been fucking I chopped. I believe to shit. his words were it was an A minus to a C minus yeah, by the yeah. time they started. It'd be Glickenhaus. Glickenhaus. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. And, and Glickenhaus Productions. So was, my thing is Glickenhaus Productions. Is <laughs> <by the time laughs> <we> Shapiro <laughs> Glickenhaus Productions, which you yeah, you know, put them together and shit out. Short Shithouse Productions. Yeah. But I suggest maybe that's what got walking on board. Yeah, perhaps. With something a little deeper. Yeah. And then Glickenhaus made it as fucking deep as a small puddle. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it blew the yeah. whole thing up. Set the puddle on fire. Yes, that? that's right. All right, and well, we're not... Said someone careening into it <laughs> off the top of a building. Yeah, yeah. yeah a, a bloke was shot from the rooftop and then landed on that puddle. <laughs> yeah, um, I think so. We were not off to a good start. The opening sequence in Vietnam has some fucking shit-ass acting. Yep. Some awful bloody looping and dubbing. Mm-hmm. Some of that stuff was awful. And then I also found it highly amusing that 
the way you learn that the war in Vietnam is over is your boss comes down fucking bitches and moans and everything for a couple of minutes and he goes, oh, by the way, the war's over. Yeah, yeah, pack it up, the war's over. <laughs> okay, yeah. yeah, please. Time to, time to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Should I pack my fucking PTSD self here as well? <laughs> in, the, yeah, yeah. in the gym bag? Yeah, he oh, comes. In the gym bag. He comes down and he says, time to stick your watch up your frank because we're going home. <laughs> 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 Pack your shit. Because <laughs> it was so funny. Because, I mean, it's a classic movie move, you know. You got You got to. You can't sit there and have a ten-minute scene in in a movie like this to, to explain that the war's over. But yeah, but comes down, the- says, "Oh fuck, I've just rolled in here. Nobody's fucking. You know, nobody's. This place to fucking me. sucks." And then they demonstrate that no, no, we had that covered. There's a bloke in the tree that's going to shoot you, whatever. And then he goes, "The war's over." It fucking leaves. <laughs> <laughs> okay, is that how we did it? But you didn't need any of that. All you needed was to say it was in Vietnam. The the boys have a raid on a on a, a POW camp. Yes. Save Walken and then boom. Fucking 18 years later, Walken's buddy stitching up the fucking Golden Gate Bridge. <laughs> yeah, like that's that. right. <laughs> yeah. You know, pretty simple stuff. Yeah, pretty straightforward. After our quick stop off, stop at the Bamboo Thunderdome <laughs> on the way home. <laughs> oh, yeah, of course. <laughs> yeah, we've got to do that. First, you got to fucking whip your ass, whip fucking um, Vietnamese Rambo's fucking freckle. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I found this much funnier than I should have because it was just—it <laughs> was just something that popped up for about half a second. But does the president of the country really store chooks in the stairwell? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. What did you say? It was five days a week, she's a fucking presidential suite. Yeah, Monday to Friday, it's Parliament House. <laughs> Saturday, Sunday, it's the local farmer's market. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> get your fresh chooks <laughs> as fresh as you can get them if you can catch them. Oh, fuck. <laughs> it cracked me up because they burst in the stairwell and here's a fucking basket of chooks <laughs> and a couple of sacks of something over in the corner. And then as soon as they go up the stairs, they're sitting in the fucking president's office. <laughs> Yeah, at the very least, keep them out of the president's office. <laughs> keep them in the courtyard. <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah, yeah, keep them in the courtyard. It's, it's fucking local flora and fauna. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. If you've got kids, you've got a school group there that you haven't blown up. <laughs> like, I started laughing because that bloke walks in to give him a fucking report. And I'm thinking to myself, he's saying, oh, look, everything's all right, but these, chick- these chickens are giving me the shit. <laughs> <laughs> and then, fuck, and then fucking chicken fly. I was expecting uh, Charlie Sheen from Hot, Hot Shots Part 2 <laughs> coming yeah, with the bow and arrow with the chook on it. Like. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it was pretty funny. It seems a little bit much for Santos to expect Walker to help him overthrow Colombia. It's payback. It's payback for getting him out of bamboo thunder. I mean, we tore a dollar. We didn't do. <laughs> we didn't tear the trillion dollar bill. If you tore a hundred, <laughs> I, I, I might. I'll listen to you. Yeah, okay. yeah. Oh yeah. No, we tore a dollar, mate. We, the idea, like the thinking of that, is sound enough. Like that stuff that we've seen in action movies. You but he only know him for five back. seconds. I know, like, I know, but like what I'm saying is like it's disproportionate. Like in, in Rambo or something like that, you know, he would have only fucking overthrown half the country. <laughs> <laughs> Rambo's a bad example. I should do yeah, something yeah, else. Yeah, yeah, but, you know, we've had, you know, you save someone, so I come back to save you. Or But I think we probably missed some things after getting out of Bamboo Thunderdome. 
Santos and walking went on a fucking 35 beer bed to me. Yeah, yeah, that's right. They had 35 beers. They made promises that neither of them would keep. <laughs> they both woke up under a fucking Papa Joe's pizza bomb. Both looking at each other going, that never happened. Yeah, that's right. One of them with a golf club in here saying, where do I get this? <laughs> I got it from the greenscaper shed. No. <laughs> it, was, it was unlocked. <laughs> Yeah, you know, I took him from the bike that was fucking swinging at me. Get, get, get the fuck, fuck off the road, you idiot. <laughs> the, I was lucky that I woke up in darkness. <laughs> yeah. I was able to flee the scene without being fucking seen by anyone. Oh. Generally in that state, I sleep till midday, so I'd have, I'd have definitely been woken up by somebody. <laughs> You'd have been taking a fucking toddler's to <laughs> Oh, shit. Oh, shit. Let's not talk about that. No. It makes me, makes me look bad. <laughs> not that anything hasn't made me look bad in the past on this. I mean, you put it all together. Your hair, <laughs> your shoes, your antics. <laughs> you put it all together and you definitely don't want to meet me. <laughs> yeah. I tend to wake up on the on the tenth grade yeah, with um, frosted tips and toast. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I was wearing that night? Colorados. <laughs> yeah. Uh, excellent. Colorados in the rugby team Sean Bray yeah. shirt. Perfect combo. <laughs> Oh, Holy shit. Fucking hell. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's what I've seen. That's what I had some problems in my 20s. <laughs> I've, I've, I believe I've gotten past them, but uh, you'd be, <laughs> you be the judge. <laughs> when you meet me in the flesh, because fuck. <laughs> uh, right, no, you fly there, mate. <laughs> I'm flying, yeah, I'm flying. I'm flying, yeah. I also love the fact that Maria Conchita Alonso turns up to New York via donkey, <laughs> a donkey ride. <laughs> something to be said about the editing there. Yeah, and let me tell you something, that donkey is not moving with any pace. No. It would have taken you fucking weeks just to get to the border. I know they're strong, but shit. I mean, that looks so funny because we literally went from... Her walking off into the sunset on a donkey with a fucking stirring ballot, or what was supposed to be a stirring ballot in the background, to her at fucking McBain's work site. So yeah. I'm looking for McBain. And then she rocks up and says, I'm looking for McBain. And they go, he's up there. Yeah, yeah. So he's on top of the fucking bridge. And up she goes. And fucking me, if she doesn't appear. Where's your hard hat? Yeah, Come on. Sam's hard hat. Have you got a certificate to be on this fucking site? I mean, if I'm fucking... McBain, I'm saying, you get off <laughs> you get off the work site. Yeah. Yeah, Even if she hands me, you know, $7 in change <laughs> in a small fucking pouch, it still yeah. does not allow her to be up there. Well, that's enough for lunch at my yeah, yeah, local yeah. delicatessen. Mm. Although I'm going to be turned off for lunch. Although I can see fucking brains blow down on TV. <laughs> yeah, of course. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, that's why he's so thin. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he hasn't had a fucking decent meal. Oh, wow. Oh, God. Yeah, the music in itself, too. Like, that was highly amusing. Oh, yeah. The I mean, music itself, they're all these bloody sappy ballads where 
you know about freedom. The singers, re- the singers freedom. reaching to the skies with an expression on their face that tells me their guts seems to take a <laughs> turn. For the worst. Like, just, but also, <laughs> and the sound of their voice. It's all about <laughs> it's all about freedom. Yeah, yeah. Every yeah. song's about freedom. Yeah. And look, I understand freedom, and I totally understand that they need to overthrow this guy. He was a bad guy. Yes. But fuck. Do we need to blow up three quarters of the Philippines in an effort to get that to happen? Yeah. I think they were singing the songs and sending them to Glickin House saying, we need our fucking freedom from you destroying our country. Yeah. Don't worry, we'll only be there for another couple of weeks. Yeah. <laughs> We've commandeered your military yes. and your fucking planes and stuff. Yep. All right, my last one was, Walker and his crew don't really do much. No, at certain points. There's a sequence there where they are in the plane up above and Maria Clint Alonso and her crew of rebels, but they're do doing all. all the work. Yes. They're blowing everything up and shooting everyone. I mean, Walken barely shoots anyone. Well, they don't even play it for a bit of, you know, we've got to hold our ground until the plane gets here. Oh, at the same time, we've got fucking Top Gun going on yeah. while the shit down the bottom's going on, and this is it's it's part of the writing of it, right? Like the, it's not all that tight; it's just all over the shop. So even when they get there, we start introducing this Escobar character who's just been a name briefly mentioned yeah, to do yeah, with the yeah. drugs and stuff, and it's like, well, we don't need you cut that because your objective is the, is the president, surely. Yeah. This, I mean, even though it is fucking highly amusing when Escobar comes and starts throwing ceiling fans out the fucking office. <laughs> Prior to that, you know, 20 minutes left in the movie when we meet him or whatever, and we see that he's tied up with the president, that should have happened earlier if he was going to be involved. Yeah. If he's not, fucking piss him off. Just make Hans, his role of jumping in the helicopter and that, make that one of the fucking president's... Right hand man, like yeah, one of the cronies like or something like that, and just go along with it that way because it just it just fucking pulls everyone in all these different directions. Yeah, I feel like we should have cut the fucking Top Guns again. Highly entertaining, but if you were going to try to make the movie a bit better or write it a bit better, you fucking ditch that. Yeah, because none of that shit was important. No, and then we end up with another character who was in the plane that was actually doing the dog fighting. Yeah, and he becomes a player later. He blows himself up. <laughs> yeah, that's right. We've got the, the truck that blows up. He blows the gate down. Yeah. And there's also another suicide bomber, the bloke who jumps on the tr- the, the tank, yeah, yeah, puts yeah. a grenade down, and boom! Yeah, yeah. Once up. you drop the grenade, get off the fucking thing, mate. Yeah, mate, yeah. Pull the pin, and let go. it go. <laughs> get out of there. So, yeah, it's... Like it's, it's a bit of a muddle. To, yeah, it's and hard it, it, to... Uh, it cuts them away from the action. Yeah. And, I mean, if he had tightened that up, it probably would have been a worse movie because it wouldn't have been as fucking highly amusing as yeah, it was. Yeah. But if you are trying to tighten things up and make the movie a bit better, you've got to focus in, like, what's your aim here? Which one are we focusing on? Because it seemed like we were doing ten things at once. Because, again, you hire Christopher Walken, then you don't really use him. That seems to be yeah. what I got out of it. Yep. Is and that Chris- was part of the... Christopher Walken's there for a reason. You hired him because you wanted something from him. Yeah. So what What did you end up getting? Just a lot of shots of him in the plane. Yeah. So it seemed. I mean, if we want fucking time with Walken, you put him on a donkey and spend fucking six weeks fucking <laughs> <laughs> from New York to Columbia <laughs> in the opposite direction. He's, he's covered the other way. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> All right. Anything else from you? No, that was pretty much it. There was, I mean, there was. There's probably things that you could really dig into. Oh, you could rip the shit apart, out, of it, but it's but not worth it. And to me, 
you want to you want to enjoy yourself, and I kind of it, I did. I enjoyed myself, and it fits neatly, as you said, into those canon type. You know, if you want a bit of a Chuck Norris like an invasion USA yeah, or some yeah. of that bullshit, it fits right in with that sort of stuff. Yeah, yeah, I enjoyed it. I actually enjoyed it immensely. Mm. Ben, good pick, mate. Good pick. Excellent pick. Great pick. Yep. A movie we hadn't seen. Enjoyed the fucking hell out of it. Yeah. Um, and I've got someone to blame when I tell people <clears> I watch McBain. Yeah. Say it wasn't my fault. Some, someone asked me to watch it. Yeah, yeah. One of our <laughs> listeners told us to watch this. All right, that was McBain. You can find us on Podomatic iTunes, Spotify, and wherever else you get your podcasts. Our email address is thrillme at iinet.net.au. Our Facebook account is Thrill Me Podcast Australia. And we're on Podomatic at thrillme.podomatic.com. We're also on Instagram at thrillmepodcast.au. Keep an eye on our Facebook page for details of our next episode. We've actually got a few things in the pipeline. We took a little bit of, break, of a break at the start of the year just to get our shit back together. So we've got a few things in the pipeline. So hopefully there'll be some episodes coming out very, very soon. But until then, take it easy and we'll catch up with everyone later. Cheers. Find the podcast at Podomatic or on iTunes. Don't forget to rate and review. Like us on Facebook at Thrill Me Podcast Australia or contact us at Thrill Me, all one word, all lowercase, at iinet.net.au.